Kirofane, welcome back to the Small Town Kid podcast. Uh, if you've been listening for a while now, then I hope you've been getting some value out of these podcasts. Uh, and also, if you have any suggestions on what I might talk about or someone that I might get on to interview, then uh, don't be shy to flick me a message. Uh, and if also, if you're new to the podcast, know my heart and my fucker team right out. I also hope that you get a lot of value out of this uh, podcast and that you continue to listen in the future. But without further ado, uh, so today we're interviewing uh, someone that has his own business, has experience for university, and he just gives an insight into his journey, uh, valuable advice that he can give to you, and so stay tuned for more. It's none other than the man himself, Justin Newman. Kia So, morning bro, welcome to the Small Town Kid podcast. Uh, just a quick rundown on the podcast name, uh, Small Town Kid, uh, obviously come from a small town and sort of started the podcast on the idea that as I was coming through, didn't really have anyone to look up to that had relatable content. You obviously had people to look up to, but it wasn't that relatable. And sort of wanted to start a platform where bring on other people with similar journeys um, that our listeners out there can relate to. And people like yourself, you know, obviously started a business, etc. But I'll let you talk more on that as we get into it. But I'm um, yeah, welcome. Um, good to have you on, bro. Yeah, cool. No, thank you, bro. Um, I think it's um super inspiring um, that you're doing this because I think even for me back in the day, um, there wasn't very much for me to like go off. I think back in the day when I first started, it was really just YouTube. Um, but I kind of wish I had some something like this that I could listen to, um, you know, every day and, and someone to give me tips or kind of guide me on my path, and I would probably wouldn't have made as many mistakes as I had, you know. Uh, but no, thank you for having me, bro. It's um, yeah, awesome. For sure, for sure. So we'll just start off with an introduction. Um, yeah, take yeah. it away. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's up, everybody? My name is Justin Newman. Um, I'm the owner and the founder of Newman Clothing Co. Um, so at the present time, we are, we are a luxury essentri- uh, a luxury essential wear brand. Um, we originally started off as a more of a fitness gym gym wear apparel um we started about i think four years ago now uh, we've only been a proper business uh limited company for the last two years so for the first two years it was more just trial and error making t-shirts for the boys um just just really doing it for fun and then a, a couple of years into that kind of thought about it as well, we could take this more seriously you know making a bit of money off it um you know this could be my, this could be the thing I, I want to do with my life. So um, here we are two years later, still operational, still been uh, going pretty hard. And yeah, um, I guess maybe a little bit about me. Um, so I've been Wellington based my whole life. I was born um, at Lower Hutt Hospital, um, grew up in Upper Hutt. Uh, my mom's Filipino. My dad's from uh, London, uh, but I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Kiwi kid, man. So I um, grew up um, going up at college. Um, pretty much my whole life was spent in um, sl- uh, Upper Hutt slash Stokes Valley. Um, and I've just kind of worked my way around Wellington, lived in Brooklyn, lived in different parts um, of Wellington. I'm currently living in Altea. I'm in Porirua, so not too far out from Wellington, maybe like a 50-minute drive. Um, yeah, yeah. And I've, um, I think during high school is where I first birthed the idea or just kind of first got the feeling that I, I wanted to do something for myself, um, whether it be clothing, whether it be, you know, something else, whether it be a different business, whatever, it was always kind of embedded in my brain that, like, you know, as much as it's, it's great working for someone, I'd love to work for myself and, and build things with my own hand and bring that creative side of me um, to life and kind of, 
you know, offer people what I what I create essentially. Um, but yeah, that that's what I've been doing so far, and um, I'm I'm really enjoying it, man. So yeah. So what's your current status outside of your small business? Um, as in, as in what do you the, mean? Are you working or yeah, uni? Yeah, yeah, bro. Yep. So um, so I finished my studies. Um, I did a, a business and management uh, double diploma at Weltech. Um, so I did that a couple of years back. Um, then I went straight into the workforce. Um, I was already working part time at, at mm. one of um, New Zealand's biggest retailers, um, and I was just about to leave. And they kind of asked me, "Oh, you know, do you want to work full time?" And I kind of need the money right now, so decided working full time. And and I've, I've just ended up progressing. So I, you know, became kind of assistant manager, manager, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, um, alongside you know working on the business on the side. And then um, finally at the at a position, I guess with with the company now that I can work from home. Um, do bits and pieces from here. I get to travel uh, travel around New Zealand quite a lot, which is um, which is really awesome. Um, obviously not right now with um, Omicron, but <laughs> mm. but um, but then yeah, on the on the side and after I finish, you know, my, my normal eight hours, um, I'll be working on the business man. Um, on my days off, working on the business. I mean, you, you're the same, bro. It's Sunday today. <laughs> we're doing this. So <laughs> it's always a bit of a hustle. Um, mm. But I guess my, my, my long-term plan is to be able to quit that um, and, and make the business fully sustainable. And I think we're, we're heading in the right direction direction now. I don't want to put like a time limit on it because I think it makes it a lot, a lot more stressful than it needs to be. But yeah. I'd like to say within the next couple of years, um, I'm yeah. fully self-sufficient and kind of yeah. living off what I'm, what I'm doing. And I think um, what will happen then is it'll only make it grow bigger because now I'm spending all my time on the business. Now I'm not spending four hours after work or three hours after work when I'm, I'm spending, you know, full, full week on it. Um, and I think that's what, what I really need. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's that to me at the moment. So before we carry on about your business, let's take it back yep. to uni. Well, what did you study? How was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, um, funny, funny you say that. I, I took the um, alternate route. So mum wanted me to go to uni. So classic Filipino mum, she was, I want you to be a doctor, a lawyer, you know, do something along the lines of that. And um, <laughs> oh. I, I never really wanted it. The sister's a dentist, pretty much a mm. dentist. So, um, you know, she she kind of led that, the family that way. Um, but for me, it was, um, just wasn't my thing, I think. Mm. Um, I, you know, I was good at school. Um, I, I, I got, got good grades and whatnot, but um, I just never really saw myself going to uni. Um, so an alternate route was Waltech um, for me. So it's kind of like a polytech, you could say. Um, it's a bit more hands-on it's a little bit more relaxed um, and, and for me it was the main reason I went there was because it, it would offer practical um, experience for running a business and back then I already knew I wanted to start a business one day so I was like you know let's go um, you know study it study managing study business etc um, I guess what I didn't realize until I, I finished which was, was only about a two-year course um, was that you don't really need any of that man the only the only paper that I um kind of really that really helped me was my accounting accounting paper that I did yep. in school and that kind of helped me with my taxes helped me understand <laughs> um you know uh, what write-offs are and all this all these different things that you don't learn in school but the rest of it I think just naturally comes with with trial and error um a lot of it was just um you know learning what what um economics of, of New Zealand and this and that and, and mm. things that like I just really wasn't interested all I really want to do was make Pope and sell them <laughs> um, yeah so so I, I did that for two years um, I guess in turn it helped me with my actual job with my my, my actual career because mm. um, it gave me a bit more of, of that managing skill I mean a business mindset which which obviously the the company really liked and that helped helped me progress into the stage I am today mm. um, 
but for business wise i think it, it more so um just showed me that you, anyone can really do it um you don't really need to get this full business degree like you did back in the day i mean all you need is a laptop or a phone internet access uh create a shopify account um you know find get your supply you can hit up as or whatever you know um yeah. so if you if you got your wits and, and whatnot you, you'll be sweet um but that was my time at um my time at Waltec. i met heaps of good friends um kind of birthed the idea of Newman at, at that place with all my free time that I had not listening in class but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah I don't regret um, going there it's mm. it was still a great experience and I still met uh, people that I'm friends with today so I have friends who live in like Dubai and stuff who used to um, study there and it's just good to good to have made those connections and network with people I think um, is one of the highlights of, of my time there um, but it's definitely a good good school so if anyone's looking to go there definitely go there <laughs> and it's in the hometown so yeah so when you were at uni had your clothing brand already been a thing or is that when you started it no it was um it was i can't remember the exact time but i remember like making the idea in in class i was in class and i was just obviously just not listening i should have been listening um but i was just scribbling my pad and i was i remember um i looked up to um his name was Friesma. i don't know if you know Friesma. he, he makes um jim steve's clothing he, he's like another um, influencer uh, but I was really heavily into the gym, you know, weight training, everything like that. Wanted to make stringers. So I'll be designing these stringers and I'll write, you know, names and stuff, trying to figure out a cool name. And that's when I kind of figured out um, the Newman name because essentially it's my last name. I wanted to wanted to put my mark on the world. And I thought, why not just make it my name? Um, so that's when I kind of started it. But I didn't really make any clothes or anything till I just was finishing. So I maybe got my first box of t-shirts, yeah, at the end of, end of the year and then, and then graduated after that. Um, and then it was that following year, I kind of just, I guess you could say, went full steam ahead into it. So you said you started yeah. off as gym clothes, but I've been looking at your yeah. products and I didn't really see many <laughs> gym clothes. Yeah, <laughs> what, yeah. What right, happened yeah. there? <laughs> now, um, so we started, I started off as doing gym wear because i really love the gym man I, I still to this day it's still something i'll go every day and i'll, I'll work out and it's some it's a really good um like stress stress relief it's something to look mm. forward to in the day um i know you're the same bro you do a lot of fitness right so you just oh, know the feeling bit. just it, yeah. yeah a little bit um but yeah yeah so um we um i guess as i've grown um my mindset's changed and, and i'm not so obsessed with the gym anymore Mm. And I, I'm also, um, you know, I've immersed, immersed myself in different culture, hip hop culture, um, you know, essential wear, like seeing, you know, what Fear of God put out and all these different things come together. Um, and I just wanted to make something that I would personally wear and I would like. Mm. Um, I think back then I was I was just trying to make clothes that I thought people would wear yeah. um, or I think that they would like. But, um, you know, that, that obviously had pros and cons. I didn't, didn't sell as much as I'm selling now, so obviously it wasn't working um but now it's kind of morphed into something that I, I would like to say that um um i would wear those clothes and i would buy and i would pay that price for those clothes and, and it's something that I'm, I'm quite enthusiastic about now um which is kind of essentialism and and only having things that you really need so you know um you don't need to buy every single piece of piece of clothing but when you do buy that piece of clothing it's going to last you a long time and it's really high quality and mm. um a quote that i like to say is is quality is remembered long after the price is forgotten um so i think the brand has kind of just grown grown as i've grown and i think it's a bit of a reflection of who i am and 
and um, how I kind of perceive the world. And, and it might change, you know, I might move on from a luxury essential business to something else. Or maybe I'll bring it back to the gym or maybe a bit of both. Mm. Um, I'd love to, I'd love to bring back that gym essence into it because um, a lot of the guys and, and girls I see wearing the clothes, are, we're rocking them at the gym anyway, I think, um, you know, like all the planes tees and the hoodies. And I guess that's just your normal, I guess that's normal workout gear. Right. Mm. Um, but I, I'd, I'd like to kind of bring, uh, or incorporate some some of the healthy lifestyle um, into my brand again because that's what it's about too, right? It's mm. about your essential wear, but it's also about pushing that healthy mindset of you know looking after yourself, looking after your mental well being as well. And um, I think that's what I, I've tried to portray through you know our social medias and um, even things like doing this podcast, bro. It's it's all it's all in, in to kind of push that mindset to people that or, or self improvement mindset mm. people that you can do it, you know, and you can um you can do whatever you want if you put your mind to it type of thing so yeah hey bro i've got a personal question well what was yeah. like how what was your thoughts when you first started doing business on like pricing oh man um i've learned so much hey bro i've learned so much um i used to listen a lot to what people said um and most of the time what people said is make it cheap and <laughs> people will buy it if it's cheap um, and that's true people will buy it if it's cheap people will buy it if it's a 30 dollar tea or whatever and there's nothing wrong with that but um one thing i i, I i've learned is you have to know your worth um mm. you have to remember the time that you're putting in to build this company to um you know to finance it because you know this is not something that you get a big investor or you go to a bank loan you know i've worked and i've saved all this money mm. spent hours at work you know doing this and that um and that money goes into this business and so um, the way I look at pricing now is more um, what would your what what do you want your um, customers to feel like when they're wearing your goods you know do you want them to feel like they're wearing a ten dollar warehouse tee that's going to be broken in like a month or you know or do you want them to feel like damn I'm wearing something I'm wearing some Nike that's going to last me the next three four years you know um, and so to do that you need to get high quality supplies but in order to do to you know have those high quality supplies yeah. you've got to sell it for a bit more mm. um and i think most of my customers realize that and and i've noticed the price increase over the over the years you know selling a hoodie from used to sell it for 70 bucks 80 bucks which is real cheap com mm. considering you know, the market and now they're over 100 um but um but we've sold out every single time um you know i've got some really loyal customers and and i think they'll you know, all the feedback I've had about the quality and the goods, it's, it's, it's amazing. And that's what, um, that's what the goal is, you know, making the best quality goods I can um, with, with the time I have. Um, mm. So yeah, yeah. Pricing's a, pricing's a tricky one, eh, man. It's very, yes. very tricky. Um, you don't want to go too, too high uh, and you don't want to go too low. You mm. still need to make a, you know, you still need to break even, you still need to make a profit at the end of the day. Um, but then you also have all these other companies in the background who are way bigger than you probably selling it a little bit cheaper so you have to tr try to figure out yeah. you know how are they doing it what's their price point what are, what are you doing that's better than them you know uh, so it's just a big it's a big game bro but i love it i love it mm. <laughs> yeah. um oh, it's another question you have any mentors uh that help you through your business and etc yeah yeah um not really bro which is mm. um something i'm a bit down about really i, I would love to have someone i can really call on for business and mainly i just watch like youtubers and whatnot <laughs> mm. um or, or speak to people who have um similar business businesses to me um but i think in, in regards to like mentors more so my career side or with my work um I've, I've had mentors with them and and we don't always talk about work we talk about outside of work things and and if anything they've actually helped me 
um, with my business and just the way they perceive things. So I used to talk to, you know, I used to have a mentor who was, um, he was like a store manager. So he ran this, you know, ran a pretty big retail store. Um, it was about, a, it was like a million dollar store that he ran. And um, I spent maybe, I think a year and a half, two years with him. Um, and, you know, he'd, he'd take me um, out for coffees and this and then and would talk. And he, he taught me a lot about how to lead people, how to mentor people, how to, um, how to grow and develop people's skills and, and push them to further, you know, uh, further their careers. And so I learned a lot um, on the on the work side. But in regards to the business, now I've never really had anyone. It's kind of just just trying to do it myself, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But another, I think it's a really good point, though. Yeah. Another question is how how's your mum felt about all of this? Because I know you say she oh, put bro. a bit of pressure on you. So how's yeah. it going? Yeah. Funny, um, she loves it now, bro. But, oh, but at the start, when I first did it, she was just a little bit concerned. She's like, "Oh, you know, he's just working, and he's not going. He's not going to uni." Or like, you know, typical. I guess you could say typical immigrant mindset. Mum's from Philippines, so she she worked for everything she has. She flew over here, started this whole life. You know, she's got a house, car, whatever. Um, and I guess she just she was just really concerned. But um, it wasn't until maybe like a couple of years down the track where I, I got my first initial big batch of hoodies. I think it was like 150 hoodies. Um, and they pretty much, you know, not sold out, but I'd say I sold about 80% of them. Mm. Um, and I showed her, you know, look, look man, look on Shopify. She's like, oh my gosh, like, you know, this is, this is real. And now, man, every time, every time we're talking, she's like, when's the next drop? You know, well, how was this drop? What'd you do? Did you make any money? Like, you know, how many customers? Oh, I saw somebody wearing your hoodie. Like, you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Her, her mindset has totally changed now. Um, and I think it just took a bit of, um, just, just showing her what, what, what I could have, what I could achieve. Um, but at the same time, she's always been very, very supportive to me. Mm. Um, she's, she's always been the one who's running up and down um, when I'm playing football, screaming my name, you know, screaming at me. Um, and she's always been one to, I guess, have, have my back. So whenever I come to a choice and I'm not, not too sure, she'll always back me on it. Um, and, and she's, she's proved that throughout these years when um, I've, I've been running this business, you know, so it's been awesome really. Any, any advice you have to other people in your situation there? Yeah, bro. Um, I guess it really depends on who your parents are. Some parents are um, going to be very strict and, and, you know, if you don't do what they want, they, you know, they might disown you or, or something along the lines of that. And I think at the end of the day, you just got to trust your gut. Um, I, I believe that your parents will always eventually come around if you, if you, um, you know, if, if they love you. Um, but if you're in a predicament where you feel like you, you don't really want to disappoint them, you just got to prove it, man. You just got to mm. stick to your guns. You got to stick to your gut and say, all right, I'm going to try this out for a year, mum. You know, I know you're not, not too happy with it, but let's see what I can knock out at the end of the year. And if that's good, it's good. Um, and then you just put your all into it. And, and if, if you do that, generally the results, you know, they show. And, and I think that's what um, what turned, I guess, my mum my could say um, into really believing in, in what I want to do. And it's real. And, and I think you have to remember too, a lot of our parents are from the older generation. They never had the internet like we had the internet. They didn't know what TikTok is. They don't know how Shopify works. They don't understand how easy it is for us to get access to these websites and, and build this interface. Um, for them back in the day, you needed to have a hundred thousand dollars startup, you know, capital. You needed to know all these different people. You needed to have a business degree. You needed to have all these things. But now, you know, anybody can do it, man. So you guys just gotta really, really understand them and show them, show them what to do and, and show them how how it's done these days. I guess is what I'd say. Yeah. And on business degree, um, to all our listeners, uh, do you really need to study business in order to start one? Um, you definitely don't. 
you definitely don't need a business degree, but it's not a bad thing. And, mm. and I think it sometimes gets overly criticized these days and they say, oh, you don't need a degree, degree right, 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 right. But um, if you look at the wider, the wider picture, uh, people who have degrees are still getting paid a lot more than people who don't have degrees. And that's just a fact. Um, but to start a business, hell no, you don't need, you don't need that, man. You just need, you need your wits. You need to trust your gut. You just need to be um, street smart. Um, you need a bit of, a bit of capital. You need a bit of money saved up um, and you can go from there, man. And a laptop, you know, something, something to, something to type on, something to open an interface on. Um, but in regards to um, actually, yeah, you, utilizing that degree, no, you don't really need it, man. Um, it'll be beneficial in the sense that it'll help you learn a few things, like, like I said, accounting. Um, you'll, you'll probably uh, develop your, um, you know, your leadership skills and, and um, learn how to talk to people a bit more. So I know you do a lot of that um, in uni, you know, presentations and, and stuff. Um, but I mean, you know, I, I never completed a degree or anything, so I can't, I can only speak from my experience and, and yeah, I definitely think you don't need it, but it's not a bad thing to have, you know? Mm. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for, in terms of Newman clothing, uh, what, what's coming mm. soon? What are the products? Oh, oh, yeah, bro. Um, so I definitely have some things in the works. Uh, this mm. year is one year I want to move away from more cotton goods. So I've done, you know, I've done a lot of hoodies and t-shirts and track pants and all these different things. Um, I want to move more into the outerwear clothing, so jackets and puffer jackets, and uh, move back into denim and stuff. So mm-hmm. a couple of years back, I did some like some denim jackets and some bombers, and I loved them, man. They they didn't sell very well. <laughs> I didn't market them very properly. Um, I ordered a big a crap ton of them, um, and they took about I don't know maybe six months to a year to really sell them all. And that's like having clothing, you know, that's way too long. Um, they sold anyway, but um but I'd love to get back into that because I feel like that's a, a bit more of me and I, I enjoy wearing those clothes. I enjoy wearing the North Face, you know, puffer vest and, and whatnot. Um, and, and if I can put, you know, an, an essential wear twist on them and a, a Newman twist on them, I think um, I think they'll, they'll sell super well. Uh, especially coming into the winter, you know, people are going to start wearing, the, you know, the jackets and the outerwear clothing, the zip-ups and whatnot. So definitely, definitely have a few things in, in, in the works for that. Um, but I think my next drop, most people already know, especially most of the friends and stuff, I'm dropping some um, double zip-up hoodies. So I'm hopefully trying to get them out by March. And then we're doing a restock on the Created By You hoodies that, that we sold out three times over. So yeah, it's been, um, yeah, 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 bro. So a lot of, a lot of stuff in the works and um, hopefully I can manage it. <laughs> mm. but, um, but no, yeah, definitely, um, definitely some new things I want to do this year. Maybe even, I've been thinking about it, but more accessories. So I'm thinking about doing maybe a diary uh, for anybody listening. If you if you want a diary from you, let me know. Um, I'd love to get into that kind of um, you know like a self improvement diary or maybe mm. um, like a like a morning morning coffee mug or something. Just like a yeah. cool cool like nice accessory um, for for someone who really loves the brand. Um, even you know um, jewelry, glasses, and things. But I think for me that's a bit more long term because it's a bit of a bigger investment i'd say um mm. without their return you know um i know that these hoodies will sell but i don't know if those mugs will sell so it's a bit of a trial and error yeah for sure well where yeah. do you get a lot of your inspiration from in terms of designs um feel for the clothing and all that yeah. stuff? yeah um for a lot of a lot of brands i just follow on, on instagram man eh? um mm. like you know shout out to um you know these like skip the boat um uh you know i love ugly is a huge one in new zealand mm. um who else like ifin ifin clothing he's he's doing crazy stuff man um there's heaps of different brands small and big that i follow on on my personal instagram account um and you get inspiration from all of them man um 
for me, it's not so much about the brand. Like if I rock up to an op shop or if I rock up to the warehouse and I see something that's cool and it's got a cool silhouette and it feels nice, that's cool, man. I like it. I'm going to buy it, you know. Um, I, I'm not too concerned about uh, what the name what the name of the brand is. Um, for, for me personally, it's more of um, does it feel nice, does it look nice? Um, and, you know, one of my big inspirations is, um, you know, the Fear of God company. So Jerry Lorenzo um, mm. producing really high-quality goods. Um, something that you know you can pass down to your kids and I think that's where I get a bit of my inspiration from you know I, I have jackets that my dad had when he was you know younger and when, when he was in his 20s and I'd like to I'd like to produce clothes that you know a dad could buy a hoodie from me pass that down to his son and that hoodie has all those memories that he had as a as you know as a 25 year old or whatever and now he's passing that down to his son um so that's kind of I guess my inspiration or that's where I get them for inspiration from is, is thinking about those things and thinking about how I can affect that customer um, you know in its feelings and, and create more of a more of an atmosphere instead of just a you know piece of fabric you know yeah well uh, back to the business um, yeah, in terms yeah. of marketing what's your take on the content producing because I, I believe that's you know a big part of business these days eh? yeah bro it's huge bro I, I can't do it enough man I'm, I've actually um, I got a bro who's who's starting starting an internship with me um, who's specifically coming on board to help me just with content creation, bro, Instagram posts, TikTok posts, LinkedIn, everything, man, because I, I just, I run out of time, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, like, I, like props to you, bro, for even like, because uh, I know you pretty much posting every day and oh, you're, you're doing uh, podcasts, bro, that's a struggle. Instagram. <laughs> it's so mentally draining. You're trying to do everything at once, but um, it's such a huge part, bro, because you think about it, everybody nowadays is looking down at their phone, you know, eight hours a day, you know, my screen time is horrible. It's like nine, ten hours sometimes. Like just scrolling Instagram or on TikTok or talking to you know suppliers or whatever. Um, and so I think that's that's where you nail your um, your customer base, man. You you find your niche within within that social platform and you drive them towards your store. Um, it's it's huge, man. Um, content creation is is probably the sole sole reason for my my business selling goods. You know, uh, mm. word of mouth is also great. You know, like people talking about it and whatnot. But in this day and age, if you don't have proper social streams um you know you're not your business is not going to go anywhere you need to have um you need to have content on you know both facebook instagram and tiktok at the very least you know um all the others are added to um yeah man yeah it's, it's huge it's huge i say for anyone wanting to start a business just get on your content creation don't be scared to post you know that's the that's the biggest fear yeah. people <laughs> people getting scared to post real dumb stuff but um i don't know it, it's just part of it everybody does it um and you got to have a bit of fun at the end of the day as well you know mm. uh, so yeah definitely definitely a big big part of business bro big part of business sure and then on next topic um your podcast talk us to yeah. a little bit through that yeah so so i don't i don't personally have one i've been i've been planning to i really want to do one and I've, I've been on different people's podcasts so last week i was on um, all good things who's run by uh declan short so um He's been doing that podcast for a little bit, and I was uh, grateful enough to be his first, um, his first interviewee. Um, and and um, I've always had it in the back of my back of my mind that I, I wanted to do this, and I wanted to interview people, and, and just it's a great way to network and meet new people. Um, mm -hmm. I think, um, and it'd be an awesome, just an awesome piece of um, value. Um, like you said, you you didn't have anybody, or you didn't have anything to give you that free value, and I think. Um, paying it forward is a big part of who I am and, and that's why you probably see on my TikToks bro I'm offering free advice all the yeah, time like yeah. you know where to find suppliers where to do this blah 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 
um i really wish i had that too and, and so i think um creating a podcast would be would be the ultimate you know the ultimate thing to, to help people out and in the works i think definitely in the works but for me i need to be able to put my 100 percent into it and mm. if i can't do 100 percent, i'm not going to do it mm. so i think i'm going to continue to focus on you know put my full focus on what i'm doing and when that starts to become a bit more self-sufficient um then then i can take some of my time and invest it into into that podcast mm. uh, but definitely bro in the works i definitely want to do it man oh for sure oh and you mentioned suppliers so yeah. are you currently going outside of new zealand or what's the story there yeah a bit of both bro a bit of both um I, i've done i've done outside new zealand i've done inside new zealand you know i've done pakistan china bangladesh america i've done all these different things trying to sign saucer um at the moment i'm doing overseas supply um, but i'm getting everything detailed and printed in new zealand so from my local printer in wellington um i've been working with them for pretty much the, ever since my first box of as color t-shirts bro i've been i've been working with them um but i'd like to my like my passion and my end goal is to bring everything into new zealand bro so I, i've been in talks with a new zealand supplier based down in canterbury um who, who does a lot of uh, i guess you could say local local fashion brands um more high-end um, and I'd like to really work with them and, and do something New Zealand based, like maybe do like a, I don't know, like a woolen jumper or something like that. You know, something that's really made from made from our land, made from the people here. And I can proudly say, you know, this is everything about this is, is made in New Zealand, um, which is also, I think, a great selling point for both our New Zealand uh, customers and overseas, you know, because I think New Zealand is held in quite high regard across the world with, with our quality and, and just with the people we are and how friendly we are and, and everything. Um, and I'd like to really help push that mentality to the rest of the world and say, like, you know, even though there's only, what, five million of us, we're still we're still the top, we're still the champs. Mm. Just like with rugby, you know, with the All Blacks, man, even though we're a small country of five million people, we're still the top of that game, man. Um, and I'd like to bring that with the clothing. Um, so, yeah, definitely want to bring it into, into New Zealand, but um, definitely do a bit of both overseas and, um, and, and, and domestic. Um, you just got to go with what, not what's the cheapest, but what you can afford for the price for the quality you're giving you know and with finding a supplier um i know i had a bit of trouble going overseas but what's some key mm. advice that you have for other people out there yeah yeah um i guess be ready to be ready to waste your time yes. uh, a lot of it is time wasting a lot of it is your you know for example you could jump on a uh, alibaba uh hit up some suppliers message them say you know can i get a sample first of all you're gonna have to pay them maybe 30 us to get a sample of a t-shirt or whatever and they're going to ship it to you that's going to take a week and a half mm. um in the meantime you know you've already spent maybe a week designing this t-shirt for a sample and, and contacting this person and then you get it and it's crap and you're like oh, i can't <laughs> work with i can't work with this supplier or it might be oh can you send me in another material and then that's another waiting game so i'd say when you do it when you when you're looking for a supplier um, be very methodical about it um make sure that when you're asking for samples you get a, a, a range of samples not just the one yes. don't waste your time with it don't get one from 20 different people instead get 20 samples from one person um and that way you know if, if one material is crap you can move to the next and um yeah i think also just bearing in mind the um the sustainability of of your supplies too just keep that in the back of your mind um you always want to make sure that you know your who whatever factory you're you're working from is, is treating their workers fair and um, they're abiding by all you know those international laws and ethics, um, which is one that I, I I didn't really realize until a bit later in. Um, there's a lot of uh, big, oh not big, but small factories out there that aren't abiding by those laws, especially in um, 
you know, the, the I guess you could say the second world countries. I mean, in, uh, you, I guess you just want to ensure that you're, you're doing the right thing. Um, I know every, every company has their own, own strategy towards that, but I'd like to say that, you know, all my clothes are made from people who I've been looked after and are sustainable and it's not going to ruin the environment and, and whatnot, you know. Um, so definitely that. And um, yeah, just, just be prepared to waste your time, but, but don't give up. You'll find somebody eventually. It's, it's just a game. It's just a back and forth. It's messaging this and that. Um, if you have any friends in the, in the, um, in this, uh, the clothing game, hit them up, get their advice, um, share supplies, man. In the day, there's enough, there's enough, um, there's enough market in, in the game for everybody, everybody to win, you know? So I think it's a bit silly when sometimes people are like, Oh, I don't want to tell you mine, but it's, there's websites where you can go on and find every single business supplier, um, for anybody out there, go www.yetiimport.com. Type in any business you want. It'll tell you any supplier. <laughs> yeah, man, you can type in Nike, bro, and it'll give you every supplier that Nike uses, you know? So, Wait, what was that website? Over there. What, what was the website? Import.com. I think it's Yeti Import or Yeti Imports or something along the lines of that. But, um, yeah. Don't, don't get me man. sued, bro. You're a bad man. <laughs> yeah, bro. Got to, got to be the plug, bro. Um, got to be the plug, you know. Hey, because I heard up so many people about who your supplies. No one would tell me anything. So yeah, it's just... a real weird thing in the in the game, eh, bro. Because I did is. the same, man. When I first started, I was like, bro, like that's such good quality. Where are you getting it from? Seen red, like yeah. no one's, you know. <laughs> but like, man, people are just trying to do what they want to do too, and, and live their dreams. So if I can help people towards their goal, then do it man you know mm. as long as it's not a, a direct copy of what that person is making yeah, you know yeah. go for it man you know that's i think that's a different story when you're outright copying somebody yeah, yeah, um sure. but then again all all ideas aren't original you know you, you get mm. inspiration from a hoodie you see and you say oh maybe i'll twist that letter or or add a picture in there or do something like that and, and make it my own um as long as it's you know um different to what what you've got the inspiration from then i don't think it's i don't think there's anything wrong with it man do you do a lot of your own designing or do you outsource that? Yeah, a bit of both, bro. Um, so a lot of the initial designs I did, I did it all myself. Um, I still love mucking around on Photoshop and Adobe mm. and, um, you know, get the get the iPad pen out and do some designs and whatnot. Um, it's still going to always be a bit of part of me. I've always been creative, but I do outsource um, to to other proper, you know, graphic designers who have studied that and they, they do things. So I've, I've worked with... Um, I've worked with a guy over in Aussie who does the designs for uh, One Four. Oh. Um, so he he's done their latest drop of goods and, and he's worked with me with a few bits and pieces. Um, and then I have, as I was saying, a, a person jumping on kind of as an intern who's definitely helped me throughout the journey, photo shoots, designing, all this different stuff. He's just a real creative mind. Um, and and he, he studied kind of design at, at uni um, and he helps me a lot with, with kind of I'll send him a design. He'll be like, mm, yes or no? Like, <laughs> is it fire? Is it not? It's a shit. <laughs> um, and and um, yeah, I think one thing that's helping with design actually is when I do produce a design, um, I'll, I'll post it on like, I have like a, my own private page and I just put all my friends onto it and I'll just post it and I'll just get them to comment and be like, do you vibe with it? Do you not? And and get some honest feedback. You know, if you think it's trash and if you think you wouldn't wear it, just say, say how it is, man. Mm. You know, I'm not going to get any better without uh, without hearing the truth you know if people are going to tell me it's all looks all mean and then i try sell it no one buys it you know so yeah bro design process a bit of a bit of everything um but mainly i'd say maybe like 60 percent myself yeah mm. um and yeah not much else to talk 
but really but i want want to give the listeners an insight into your day in the life so talk to us about what yeah, goes bro. on morning tonight yeah yeah bro um i definitely want to do some tiktoks about it eh? i've been seeing mm. yours eh? pretty cool um so day in the life for me i guess an average day would be like i want to say i wake up at five six every day but sometimes it doesn't happen eh? oh, <laughs> so i'd say ones, yeah. you know i'd say six six seven wake up um if the missus has work i'll go to the gym in the morning so i'll wake up and hit the gym um, come home, have breakfast. I'll jump on work about nine o'clock. Um, so I'll, I'll work for, for the company I'm working for for maybe eight hours. Um, and then straight after that, I'll go have some food and get started on the business. And I literally work on the business until, I don't know, maybe nine or 10 o'clock. Um, and then after then, it's kind of like my relaxed time. I'll watch some episodes of the Peaky Blinders or something, you know, like something to get my mind off work. Um, shower and then hit the bed, bro. That That's a proper work day for me and i'll do that probably from monday to friday and then on my weekdays i am um, a little bit more relaxed i let myself have a more of a sleep in mm. um I'll, I'll rock up to the gym a bit later with the bro um I'll, I'll hit i'll usually take one of those days off completely so i won't touch the laptop um but i end uh-huh. up doing it anyway um and then on on the the following day so like on a sunday i'll pretty much treat that as a as an official work day for my business so i'll do like a nine till a nine till five or whatever you want to do you know seven till three um and i'll work on that straight um and if i keep going i keep going but if i i'm getting a bit too irritated i'll stop there um but yeah very very focused on um pushing myself into a routine is, is what i've been doing just yeah um wake up gym eat work um, and i think doing that every day consistently is what will help build build the business and in the end you know it might be a bit boring sometimes or a bit mundane or a bit fatiguing and tiring but you push through it and, and it'll, it'll pay off there's a reason we have these routines you know it's not just because but um yeah yeah, yeah that, that's pretty much my daily routine bro and I, I know your business can get quite stressful also on top of your um nine to five so how do you manage mm-hmm. that what are some things you do to take your mind off it etc yeah bro um so prior prior to having a girlfriend i didn't do anything bro i um i just stressed out for us stressed out 24 7 uh, when i got my girlfriend she taught me um how to oh not really how to but she forced me to take leave and she forced me to go out on the weekend she forced me to take trips with her like um for example yesterday uh, oh sorry friday night we you know i was getting a bit sick of work i had just finished my shift and i was working on the business and she could tell i was a bit irritated um, so she said, come on, jump in the car. She bought some camping gear from Kmart. We boosted up to, um, you know, over Masterton, over the hill. And we just camped up for a night, um, you know, cooked some dinner out there. And, and then we drove back in the morning. And um, definitely that's one thing that I love doing now to kind of just reset and relax your mind. Get out into nature, bro. That's, you know, we spend so much time on the screens and in, in houses in this concrete jungle that you forget that what what Mother Nature has for you out in the, yes. out in the wilderness, you know. You know, go for a swim at the beach, Um all these different things, bro. So I'm trying to do that once a week. So whether it's not, whether or not I just go for a walk around the house or walk in, you know, in the track, um, or if it's, I hit the beach or I drive, you know, four hours to somewhere else. Um, definitely immersing myself in nature is the biggest de-stressor um, for me, I'd say even more so than the gym. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, I don't really have too much else to talk on. Uh, any <laughs> last words or advice you can give to the listeners out there? anything yeah bro um, a little bit of advice just if you if you um want to do something just put your all into it eh? put your 100 percent. don't half-ass anything um stick to your guns trust your instinct and um whatever you put your mind to you can do it eh? mm. so yeah from me um and don't forget to cop the next uh, collection drop in uh march yes. uh, I'll, I'll release the date soon eh? <laughs>
Yeah, drop down your at too. Or what, what's your tag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on Instagram, at NewmanClo underscore. Um, TikTok at NewmanClo. So um, feel free to jump on www.newmanclo.com. That's where you can purchase any of our garments. Um, or you can just straight up DM me and I'll, I'll hook you up. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's it. And bro, we have this thing on the podcast where the interviewees have to close it off. So take you, however you want to do it, oh, just do it. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> All right. Um, well, um, thank you so so much for having me, bro. And um, for anyone listening, definitely chime into this Small Town Kid podcast. Um, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. All right, funny. I hope you took some value out of that one. I uh, definitely enjoyed that conversation with the boat. And as always, if you can let someone know who might take some value out of the podcast, then don't be shy to let them know. And don't be shy to share this onto your uh, social media platforms. Otherwise, uh, we'll be back for another podcast next Wednesday. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Kia ora.